Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Komen, sitting with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again, Renee. Yes. I know this is a lot of work for you. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's fun you, too. You got me into this thing. Yes, yes. And now I show up. You show up. Oh, well, yeah. you, you know, you're. I do my homework at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do my homework. No, at you're times. soldiering on admirably. Yeah, you know, especially in the condition I'm in. Lately. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's I, tough, I, man. It's very tough. I don't feel well most of the time. The last few weeks. You still have a smile on your face. Though. Yeah, I, appreciate I do. That, yeah. You know, you're you're yeah. you're not. You're not wearing it on everybody else, you know? A no, lot of no, 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 uh, no. I have a wife and kid. I can right. just brutalize them as much <laughs> as I want, you know? <laughs> they, seem, they seem none the worse for Well, wear. they ignore me. Okay. I scream and shout. I'm like, remember that, remember that thing from San Francisco, Shut Up, Little Man? Yes, yes. Remember Shut Up, Little Man? That's basically what my wife and daughter <laughs> oh, do to me. They just say, Shut Up, Little Man. <laughs> Shut Up, Little Man. I, I scream and I, you know, I, I ask for help and you know, I fall down. Yeah. And, and I'm watching the TV and I can't reach a remote or whatever. And they just say, Shut Up, Little Man. They should, they say, actually, they say, Shut Up, Little Manny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut Up, Little Manny. You, know? so, you let your, your daughter talk to you like that? Yeah, well, you know, she's bigger than me. Have you yeah, seen you her don't lately? Have a Choice. I don't have a choice, man. She's <laughs> tough. I'm a I'm, like I told you about brittle man. Remember my friend discovered right, brittle right, man. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So I'm breaking down. Like I, yeah. I go to pick up a glass, and I go, and I, my wrist breaks. You know, I, I'm just you I'm falling apart here. Embodying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm falling apart basically. But I I I go on. Yes, I do go on. Yes. And uh, I, I function as a human in society. Yeah. And I, I, I clock in, I clock out. Right. And I do well, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So how have you been? I've, I've been good. You know, I, I'm relatively pain-free, I have to say. Um, you know, yeah. counting my blessings. Yeah. Well, people of the nation must know if they're hearing loud noises around us, we're in the ring room as always. Yes. But there's a the function going on here that, we did, that, that I knew about only yesterday. It's a physical fitness function that our friend, I forget his name, he looks like uh, uh, Guido from every movie I've ever seen of Guido, <laughs> okay. but he's a, he's a physical guy, uh, he's a trainer, and he, and he had a function tonight, and it's just, it's just ending, I think. Right, right. So it'll get a little, it'll get a little quieter. Um, and you know, but he he's a good salesman. I've seen yeah. him here a lot of times. He's a good salesman. Always be closing. Yeah, ABC. he's always closing. Yeah, he's always <laughs> closing. Exactly. You know, he's got the brass balls and you know yeah, Cadillac the, or steak knives. You know, the, basically gift you know. of gab. Right. Exactly. Silver tongue. Yeah. He actually wanted to help us out. Remember, a year, about a year ago, he said he had some equipment that could help us huh, out, but okay. I just ignored him on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants you know, to get. Because I've act. seen him. Naked in the locker room. So okay, I, I you didn't, didn't want to see yeah, any, yeah, any more yeah, equipment yeah. than that. Exactly, <laughs> seen enough equipment. But listen, how's your week been? Uh, the week has been good. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, you know it's not as busy as last week, so it was, mm -hmm. that was nice. You know, actually, narrowly averted chumping myself with a, uh, a tree cutting guy today. So you know, tree cutting is very expensive. It's yeah. very expensive because it's yeah. a deadly operation. It's very easy to, to uh, hurt yourself, and yeah. you really got to know what you're doing. Yeah. So I have, you know, my backyard, if you look at, at my house from Google, you know, like... Uh, maps. Maps, but, you know, from the air, the aerial view, it looks okay. like I live, my house is in a cluster, in a uh, head of broccoli. There's so many trees on my property. Yeah, you do have a lot of trees. So for a couple of years, I've been thinking, I got to get these things thinned out. I've cut everything that I can yeah. from the ground. It's going to be a few thousand dollars. So I was actually developed a strategy where I thought I'll get the guy over there and I'll go, well, what can you do for eighteen hundred dollars? Right. So now, uh, and really, because uh, I and you just thinking, raked your lawn, uh, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can rake this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, you know, it might be like two or three, four thousand dollars that he's going to ask. So, but instead of of saying that, I said, well, let me just see what. What price he names? So he's looking around. And he goes, "Yeah, yeah. A lot, you got a lot of trees here. Yeah, I'm gonna thin that out. Okay, all these hollies, bring these back. Because how about uh, eight ninety five? Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, Renee. So he's the Earl Shive <laughs> of tree cutting, or something <laughs> like that. You, you almost just gave away a thousand dollars for nothing because you're a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm going to count that as a win. That's going to put that in the win column. Okay, well, good, good. It takes me I, a long time to make $1,000. Speaking of winning, yes. I, you know, I'm a gambler. I, I gamble yes. a lot. I, I, I like to play the ponies, right. and I bet on sports and stuff like that. But I, 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 I actually won a bet over this past weekend. I won a bet because I, I bet a friend of mine who lives back in L.A., I bet him years ago that I would outlive him. Okay. <laughs> and I heard he died last oh, week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, he died in a fiery car crash. Ouch. Yeah, and... Well, that's not good. I have no way to collect, though. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> so how do I collect? Didn't really think that went but, through, did Yeah, you? no, no, but we, you know, so we made this bet, and his wife was supposed to pay off the bet. Okay. Um... If you know, and she was in the car too. No, 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 no. Oh. He divorced about oh, two years shit. ago. Oh man, he, he, this guy screwed you. <laughs> he, he screwed me big time. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess that would be a loss. That's, yeah, that's it's the, a, yeah, I lost a loss bet. column. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll win this weekend on the on the uh, is trifecta. It, is or that whatever a Pyrrhic like victory? Is that what they call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I still have a bet though. With uh, I don't know if you know this girl. It's a mutual friend of ours. Maybe her name is Sarah. Uh, she used to dance in Doctor Gogo. Oh yeah, yeah. Sarah, yeah, she's and, great. And leading up to Doctor Gogo, it's leading up to our guest. Yes, yeah, I like the foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet her that Ringo would live longer than Paul. Okay, and it's still going on. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Still in a race. Foot it's still race. in a race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Race to the finish. Yeah, and 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 the winner gets to uh, climb on someone. You know, I get to climb on her back, and she walks me around the French Quarter for nice, uh, an like hour. Nice, like R. Crumb style. Yeah, exactly. See, and again, another uh, another foreshadowing of our guest. Yeah, exactly. That's and speaking right. of our guest, Renee. Okay, so our guest. Uh, you know, we've 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 known him for for a bunch of years. He's lived in New Orleans for I don't know, close to over twenty years. He's a uh, Bass player, singer, band leader, uh, very busy guy. He's been a whole bunch of bands, Flatware, Bipolaroid, Dr. Gogo. We're going to get to that one, one of my favorites. Um, he's run uh, the oldest comic book store in New Orleans, continuously operating. It's called More Fun Comics. Without further ado, Mr. D.C. Harbold. Well, hello, Troubleverse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the... Yeah, yeah, the that, theme. The theme yeah, rolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. nice. Nice. You're an entertainment business is it trouble guy. Troubleverse or troubled? Troubled. Okay, so this yeah, is yeah. troubled men, not trouble men. Right, troubled. Okay. Troubled. Troubled men. Still troubled all right. All right. After, after all, all these years. years. <laughs> we're still troubled. <laughs> troubled now more than ever. Yeah, That's troubled right. now more than ever. I yes. have the posters. I have yes. the. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, you have them the in your art. shop. And how is the shop doing? The shop is doing well. Yeah. Um, and now you're you're like the main owner now. Or you're, yes. Yes. Oh, congratulations! Because yes. you were you were an employee for a while. Started as a part time guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, the manager uh, Jonathan decided to move back to Baltimore to continue his art studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the then he owner, said it's yours Steve, to, if you want it, said, sure. "Hey, if you want this job, I was recently uh, in a divorce and looking for a, a full-time gig. I was working at a wood shop, um, uh, just cutting wood, right? Sure. right. <laughs> and Is I said, 'Yeah, I'm going to need a job.' Chepetto? Yeah, right. No, I was literally just like making." Tables and chairs and, uh, and, and you know furniture and whatnot, and I said yeah. I don't know how long this is going to go because my boss is kind of a drunk. Yeah, right. yeah liable to cut somebody's uh, finger off. And I didn't. Not I don't. My own. And I don't really have an aptitude for it. It was just okay. work. So I got the job when when the then manager left, and I became manager. Saw the store through Katrina, um, and uh, resurrected it after that, and uh, have been there ever since. And finally decided that. You know, if I'm going to continue to do this, I might as well own it. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. It's that, a nice store. Congratulations really nice to you. Congratulations. Because yes, well, I remember last time I saw you was after I got a haircut, I think. Yes. That's, my barber's, that's the only time I see you yeah. anymore. Well, you know, I don't get a haircut. You start all, getting yeah. shaggy. Yeah, oh, so let's go up and see DC. Let's go see DC. Yeah, but my wife was in your store over mm-hmm. the holidays buying some gifts for my daughter. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but um, what I want to know is... I've known you for years now. What does DC stand for? 
Those are my initials. Yeah, okay. It's my, it's my friends call me D.C. Okay, all right. Because you're from the Baltimore, D.C. area? I'm from... I was born in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. And uh, my name is David Cheney Harbold. Oh, okay. I thought it stood for Dark Colon. Yeah, that no. could be. <laughs> uh, I think Alex McMurray has called me Dirty Cock. Okay. Um, Sounds I've, like Alex. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've had a few uh, choice ones. Or but Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm more closely related to Dick Cheney than Lon Cheney, Master of the Macabre. I'm one letter away. Okay. One letter Uh, away. But it is apparently, I'm not that close, so don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So your comic book shop is amazing. I mean, it's more than comics. It's, it's, you know, all the... Right. We've got curios. We've done uh, vintage toys. We've done uh, gaming stuff, magic cards. There's always one other thing besides comics. Right. That is going to make your store unique, Porn. and you've got to. No, uh, the, we have we, we do sell pinup and vintage Playboy magazines. Okay. I'm not well, going to deny. Also sell, I mean, you sell posters, you know, comics. Sure. Because my brother, remember my brother Sam, who now lives in L.A. Yes, he gave you a bunch of his Conan the Barbarian posters. He was a big Conan fan. Yeah, yeah and and I guess they're on you know whatever. I don't know if you've sold them or not. Or, I'll have to check. Yeah, <laughs> I might owe him some money. Yeah, you might owe him some money, and you know he'll be in town in about a couple of months. Let me He's check. Got, let me check my yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. Go throw him a couple of the books. Throw him yeah, a couple yeah. dollars for yeah. me, and I'll buy you a drink. Oh, and yeah, yeah, because yeah. coming back, keep him off my back. Yeah, man. call it square. But, but the thing I want to know is like every time I go to a comic book shop, and I'm not, I'm not, I've never done comic books. I'm not a big comic book guy. I never have. My daughter is a little bit, you know, with the graphic novels mm-hmm. and stuff right. like that. But my brothers were all with comic books. I, you know, I used to save my allowance to buy dime bags yeah, instead of sure, comic books. Yeah, you know? sure. You know, but are comic book people, are they hoarders? Are they basically <laughs> just hoarders? Because everyone I've known who collects baseball cards or comic books, you can't walk in their house without, like, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have okay. you seen that? No, no. You're, you're on to something. You're not yeah. dead on. You're not, you're not a straight target. You're, you're, you're veering off the, the slalom on the ski slope okay. a little bit. But you're, you're on the right hill. Expand. You're on the right hill. Uh, any sort of collection, especially if it's something that's numbered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Uh, is also going to appeal to somebody that has a little, maybe a little OCD. ADHD, OCD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and whatnot. Yeah. And it, it, it is a safe way. Hey, man, I've got issue 33, 34, 37. Well, I need 35 and 36, and I can't rest until I find them. Right. Um, a and lot of issues. So, yeah, <laughs> we talk about having issues. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does appeal to a certain amount of, like, archivist. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, hey, man, when the apocalypse comes, I may be the only person that preserves this part of history. Oh man, you're, I've heard people say that absolutely li- before. <laughs> but is it any different with record collectors? Is no, it no. any different with guitar collectors or right. or, or, or poster coll- concert poster collectors? No, it's it's it it feeds into that, but it also like has the added. Uh, bonus of that they're great stories and there's great art and great writing and whatnot. In, right. Because in the only thing I've ever been gung-ho or like crazy about, I collect business cards. Really? Yes. Since oh. I was like eight, nine years old. Really? But I do co- you do a thing where like I need a business card from every office between this block and this block? No, no. have OCD. No, no. I just like if I go to a business and I see they have a business card, I just take it. Okay. You know, and how do you do? You put it in a little plastic sleeve no, and file no, it no, like no, somewhere, no, no. or do you just uh, sleeve throws no, it? In the, throws I, I it throw in it. Top it's in a brown paper bag. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, oh, okay. And that kind of stuff. And they but just... I do have some really great. Bi- oh, it's a oh, what's fan this? mail from some flounder. Wait. It's called the Troubled Men Podcast. Here, I give you a card. No, no, not I'll Troubled Men. Apparently, I'm learning. There it's not go. Trouble Men. It's Troubled There you men. go. There's a card for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, this is a good time to uh, present DC with a sticker. Oh, dear. Troubled Men podcast. Oh, this is going to go proudly. We just had a total stranger come up and said what we were doing, so I gave him a... So, Nation, to, you know, not to interrupt the show, but we just had a total stranger come up and go, what are you guys doing? And we gave him a Troubled Men. <laughs> Did he say it like that? Well, Did he really? I don't know. He's enhancing the story. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to tell, the, tell the trouble verse. Okay. That, trouble verse. That a, a, a very good-looking young uh, person came up to Manny and slipped him a note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slipped him a Mickey. And yeah. on that note, it said, 
What's your podcast called? I was a little disappointed. I got to admit, but and I did. You know. I did by Don Rickles. I said, "Here's your podcast." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get your podcast. Yeah. All right. So that, that answers my question because the only thing I, I like is business cards, and I don't. The, the, the greatest business card I ever got was back in LA. Were you born in your fifties? <laughs> No, I was born in the early 60s. No, not in the 50s, in your 50s. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, because, uh, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay. I, I should have been, been, been a 20s guy in, my, in the 50s. Right, right. I should have been born in the 20s and been a young man in the 50s. Sure. Like that's, good fellas. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, kind of like, you know, yeah. like, you know, Ray Liotta, or, or like Humphrey Bogart. In every film he ever done, I should have been that guy. <laughs> right, yeah. not every film. Well, not. Uh, what dark. was the one where he played the artist that would like uh, drug the milk? Oh, Do you remember that one? That Before he was Bogey, right? He oh, did. A, he did a whole bunch oh, of movies yeah, when he yeah. was just, well, just a working a sporting, actor, a supporting actor. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he played this artist that would like yeah. put dr- some drug in the milk and say, "Can I?" Can I offer you a glass of milk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> people, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. People still well, no, no. Shit. Not in 2019. Yeah. It doesn't, no, no, it doesn't sir. People try to get away with it. It's, it's yeah. It works thing. in chocolate milk in 2019. Oh, oh boy. No. Okay. All right, Dad. No, uh, no I know. I'm, I'm going to think of that film. I'm going to think of that film. But anyway, so back to your comic books mm-hmm. and collecting mm-hmm. and all that. So I mm-hmm. got the business card. My, my most precious business card is made out of bamboo. Nice. And where did you get said it business card? It was at, card? A, a, at a, a Japanese nursery on Sawtail Boulevard in L.A., which doesn't exist anymore because... So uh, this is a real thing. This yeah, isn't a bit. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's printed on bamboo. That's fantastic. It's, so that's my most precious... I, if I could get... If I had the wherewithal, I would totally have my business cards for the store printed on what looks like like old Baxter paper yeah or old comic book paper yeah. something yeah. like that but they just shrivel up and uh, <laughs> fly yeah. away right right right, right what right, do you right. collect Renee what do I collect well he I, collects dust yeah oh uh, well <laughs> look Mem- at him memories sorrow <laughs> memories that's right that's yeah. right um uh, you know, I have a lot more bases than I can play uh, I would say you know that's I, that's I, admirable I I uh Long time ago, I sold a couple of guitars, and I realized, oh, this is what happens when you sell a guitar. Then you always wish you still had it, and yeah. you never quite get as much money as yeah. it was really worth. Or, you know, so I just never sold anything after that. And I actually have a couple that I would like to get rid of because I—they're not—I don't want to play them. But. Have you have you imagined yourself not in their possession? It, I would be fine with it. It's just it's yeah, a lot of that's what you got to do. You got to you got to put it in another room and like not have it in your life for about a year and then go. I didn't miss it. Well, you know, here's uh, just to to reveal my craziness. I do have shoes that I haven't worn in ten years, nor could I wear them, and I keep them for sentimental reasons, which is insane. So now I figured out a solution. You're fluid, you're gender fluid uh, there with the uh, shoes. Uh, well, that's what you're saying? <laughs> I'm pretty fluid in general. Okay, right but, on. Uh, <laughs> But uh, uh, so I, I have shoes. Uh, the, no, I, I figured out a solution, which is you take a picture of the thing, and then you can always look at the picture, and then you just can get rid of the thing. Well, that goes right into the comic book thing because right. people say like, "Oh, well, you just have these things in boxes in a closet and whatnot." What you know? But I also have the 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 collected edition on my bookshelf. But you also, it's sort of the Zen. Of having it, or the comfort of knowing that it's there. It's mortality, DC. It's, right. This is the way it's, that we fight. It's, it's the, the human knowledge of our own death. Yes. Yes. We're trying to hold on to okay. these things. So what it happens gives us when you're yes. gone, when we though? When you're uh, see, I have no idea what's going to happen to my Hope, business cards. Well, <laughs> hopefully <I'm> <laughs> somebody will come along. You you have a child. Yeah. Uh, you hopefully met you met her tonight. I did. I've met her before. She's not into business cards. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. She might be into dad. She might be into the, the family go. legacy yes. enough to be able to say, "Let me curate my father's legacy." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And nice. and say and and then she. You never know. She may have a discovery, and 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 when you're gone, she may have a new knowledge of you, and have carry you and carry that on. <laughs> have you met my daughter? How old is she? 
She's 13. She's no, not going to reveal that shit at yeah. 13. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lovely girl. She's going to roll her eyes and go, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, check check on that. Yeah, yeah. She's, so, she's, wait a minute. Okay, so you've been now. You said you were married and divorced. I did not know that. Yes. Okay, and you have a new woman now. I do. Who's a very famous woman yes. in this town. Yes. And my daughter does love her. She she's, loves She's very her. lovable. Her name is Spooky Lestrange. She goes by Reverend Spooky Lestrange, and the most dangerous woman in burlesque. She's well, she's a burlesque dancer. Yeah. There There's an old joke in the burlesque community. What's the difference between a burlesque dancer and a stripper? The pole? Strippers make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, that, that brings up this, uh, this, this issue in, our, in our, our city today. What's that? It's the, the stripper age ban. The, so do, are you it's wear 12? That the, that the, well, yeah, no. I know. I know. They, they, they rolled it back from, from, uh, from, from 15. Um, no, they, uh, it's illegal for, for women to, who are under 21 to dance you know, with certain parameters. And this is a... Uh, so is this something you're familiar with, DC? I am. I am. This? No, and it's, it, it is kind of ridiculous because basically you have to look at any... And I'm going to call it sex work, but it's not exactly, but, you know, that, that's, one of, the, work, that's okay. one of those topics that, like, depending on who you are and where you sit on it, people are going to have a different opinion about it. But sure. basically what you're doing is you have to, you have to take the um, adult entertainer out of it and remember that stripping is a job. Right. It is a job, and there are people that are really good at it and train at it. Now, in order for you to have a job, you, what, you need to be 18. Right. However, in order to get into a bar and drink, which is where most strip clubs are, they're bars... You need to be 21. So there is a gray area there, but I, I absolutely dis- I mean, you've got kids that play music in this town that are far underage. Sure. As long as they can, you know, prove that, oh, you go up and you play and you do this and whatnot. Right. There, it is absolutely ridiculous to, to, to raise the uh, stripper age to 21 because if you're 18, you're an adult. Yes. You can make your own decisions. And if you want to do that for a living and you're good at it, and you you are you have agency, then yes. absolutely you should do it. Now maybe you can't buy Hallelujah, you can't you yeah. can't buy a shot of vodka at the end of the night. Yeah, but you can work. But at eighteen right. you can go die right. for this country. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well, that's yeah, the old uh, can, that's the old Mojo Nixon song. Give your yeah. life for, for you know uh, yeah you can you can go die for your country, but you can't buy a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's bullshit. Yeah, just from a, a purely uh, you know liberty s- s- point of view, you know mm-hmm. the, the, the it's uh, it seems crazy. No, it, it does. It, you're, you're absolutely right. From personal agency and, and, and for, for if, if you are truly an adult when you're 18, yes. um, I understand why in this country the drinking age is 21. I have my problems with it. I can have conversations about it. But if you're 18 and you can enter the army, you can go into the workforce, and you can be independent from your parents without having to s- sue... Right. right, right. You don't need uh, any like special like lawyer to come in and say like, well, I know they're twelve, but you've been ripping this actor off. Right. right. It, once you're eighteen, you, you should be able to make your own decisions. If you're if 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 the government and the uh, they're going to be saying, hey, you are an adult, you can make your own decisions. You are old enough. You've had enough experience, enough life experience. Then go for it. Here, it's here. absolutely ridiculous. Here, here. I'm glad you. Well, came it's down like on something I saw the other night. Um, I saw that doctors. Our warning, doctors put up a warning to women. Don't put wasp nest in your vagina. I saw that. What's Did that you about? see that? Yeah, what is, I is read that about people it. people are doing? Apparently, it's a very, like, fashionable, like, Sounds like all, a the, all the, all idea. the, well, all there's the, a lot of fake science going around. Yeah, but <laughs> all, but it's just started, like, in New York at some cosmetology boutique oh, or whatever, where women, apparently, they were sold on this thing where, a grounded up wasp nest. Okay. Mm-hmm. They ground it up and they make it into a paste. Kind so of. there's no wasps in there. No. There's no live wasps involved. Let's hope not. Oh, that's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, that sounds yeah. terrible. It's, I can't believe any woman would want to do yeah. that. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> next year, yeah. <laughs> they grind it up into a paste. It's supposed to help women who've had children or whatever huh. tighten up their pussy. Okay. Well. Tighten it up and make it more, you know. Which begs the, the question. How many people are seeing the vagina that you need to freshen it up? Well, there are women, though. There I, are w- I, I get it. No, yeah. I get it. No, it's but there are of, women, though, who like say, well, he's not fucking me because it's not enjoyable to anymore. So they're I'm doing sure it. that's not it, sweetie. No, I'm it's that tone. Don't call that shrill tone, honey. Don't call me sweetie. Oh, it has on, nothing. Huh? I mean, fuck, we're men. We'll... 
put it in a pile of rocks if we don't think there's a snake in there. It doesn't have anything to do with... Yeah, no. Well, so go down the hall nicer. and take a left. Okay? <laughs> that's oh. a different room. This is the ring room. Yeah, that's the snake yeah, room. Yeah. That's what I remember hearing about. So doctors place. are saying women don't do this because it's well, not thank God. good. Thank God. You know, to put a wasp nest in your vagina. Well, well. Well, there yeah. you heard you heard it first. Yeah. Please yeah. do not do that. Yeah. Well, we do live in a time where there is a lot of. I mean, punk rock was about questioning what came before and saying that was bullshit. And now we're in an age where that has happened at, for several generations now of saying, "I need to question this, and I'm going to come up with a new thing, and we're going to try it out." So I say, yeah. if you want to put a wasp nest. In your vulva, in your vagina, yeah, up into your urethra or anywhere you want, anywhere you swallow want. it, put it in your ears, okay. put it up your anus, doesn't matter. Go for it. Well, However, yes. if you don't do the proper research, yeah, um, maybe look at some trials, um, and you're gonna yeah. believe uh, what's her name, the actress that like says like, hey, let's put this like, B. Arthur, yeah, B. Arthur, yes, it was B. Arthur. Yeah. Yes, um, Betty said, White has lived for this long because she's put many she nests. Has not because she has not. No, because she's put many nests out right. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, she's no, put a raccoon's nest. Golden uh, Girls. Oh, just, uh, just listen to the Golden Girls. Yeah. Just buy the DVD box set of the Golden Girls. Do you yeah. sell that at your store? Uh, I have had it come through the store. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have sold a box set of the Golden Girls. You know, I had a musician. Well, friend. three <clears throat> Golden Girls, one depends. Oh, okay. There you go. I had a musician friend who was, you know, a real rock and roller and uh, really tried to live the part, but he had a fixation on his his dearly departed mother and he every day would want to get home to watch the Golden Girls because it reminded her him of her. I I can relate when I was a very young man I had a infatuation with my mother. And the first time that I was asked to be away from my mom, I was probably six or seven years old. And I was sent away to stay with her brother, my uncle, and namesake, David Harbold, for a month in the Washington, D.C. area. And every day, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show would come on. And my mom resembled Mary Tyler Moore. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. mom's, Mom's a looker. Nice. Um, and I would watch the Dick Van Dyke show every, yeah. and if I couldn't, I would lose my ever-loving <laughs> shit. Well, I would pitch a like seven-year-old. So it was fit. like ten minutes to Wapner. Ten minutes right. to Wapner. Right. I got. I got. I got. I got Rain Man yeah, on the Dick yeah. Van Dyke show. Oh, okay. Because I missed my Your mother so, so much. Yeah. And I if I didn't that. get to see Mary Tyler Moore, it was yeah. like I was betraying her. Yeah. So I got over that. I had the yeah. same. I'm thing. just gonna let you men okay. know okay. in our adult years. It's I got okay. over that. It's good, okay, man. Good. Yeah, but yeah. that was a thing. So I can relate to you your were, uh, your yeah, friend yeah. there. I thought it was sweet about him. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I was the same way with Lee Marvin and the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure you were. <laughs> that explains the haircut. Yeah. Manny. <laughs> exactly. You know, Lee Marvin's a good guy. Oh, Lee know? Marvin was a great yeah. guy. Anyway, I remember uh, uh, the big red one that I went to see yeah, with Lee Marvin and yeah. Mark Hamill, which I went to see because of Star yeah. Wars. I'll and, admit it. I'm a Star uh, Wars guy. Keith, uh, was one of the Carradine brothers was yes. in that film. Uh, yeah, I think it was Keith. And that right. was made by, what's his name? A fucking writer, filmmaker from the 50s who, oh God, what's yeah, his name? I'm not going to cut. We did this on the way here. Yeah. You couldn't remember. Um, he was a writer. Well, welcome to watching yeah. the troubled men yeah. get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eventually, See, about around episode like 150, it's just going to be God. like three people Samuel, sitting around going, Sam, "What was that? No, no, what Sam, was that? Sam, Sam, Sam Samuel, Sam, not Be- Samuel Peckinpah. No, any, not Peckinpah. No, anyway, no, no. I'll, I'll remember. L. Jackson. Speaking, speaking of getting old. Did you hear about the Queen's husband? What's his name? Um, Prince Philip. Yeah, he's 97 years old. Jesus. Bless his and heart. And he rolled his car tonight. No. He drives. No. He still drives. No, and didn't he, he learn the lesson What's from that? He walked away from it. Yeah, he walked away from yeah. it, but the two passengers in his car weren't so great. Oh, jeez. Yeah, apparently it was uh, Mitzi Gaynor and uh, wow. Toddy Fields. Okay, no. well, you know, <laughs> no. he's hanging out with some of his peers. <laughs> yeah. No, but for, he's 97 years old, and he, he demands on driving. 
So, of course, the British Secret Service has right. a car in front of him. Uh, yeah, they're car. probably towing him. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But he turned... Yeah, they're probably... <laughs> he thinks he's driving. Yeah, he thinks he's driving. <laughs> he's, he's just actually, like, I got this. He's actually in a this virtual is... living. He's wearing goggles. In a Anybody virtual... want McDonald's? There's a drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fish and chips for everyone. Fish and chips for everyone. Arthur Treacher's up yeah. on the left. But apparently he rolled his car while driving 20 miles oh, an hour. Geez. Didn't learn the lesson from there. Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah. And be, he be got out. He got out. He blamed the paparazzi. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bringing it back. Bringing yeah. it home. Yeah. There's the comedy, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. There's the writing. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you feel nobody, the writing in that? Nobody writes. This yeah, he's, he's, he's scratching off the... I do. Uh, he's, yeah. uh, speaking of writing or doing research, maybe it's time write for a book. patch. I think you should write a book. A patch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's have a patch. Troubled Nation, go get yourself a patch. We'll be right back. And we're back. Back in the ring room. Back with DC Harbold. <laughs> I'm so back too. you ever notice uh, how DC, like DC Comics, right? Anybody it's a coincidence. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about DC, and, and okay. I say this a lot in the store. Uh, I grew up in, uh, in Wilmington, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, which like? is a mul- it, well, it was great. It was a very multicultural town. Um, About I, the size of New Orleans? No, it's uh, smaller. it's smaller. It's smaller. Um, it was a multicultural town. I was as a white kid. I was a minority. You were one of the white up. guys. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was one. And I had a girlfriend, uh, Danielle Heverin, in first grade because she was the only white girl. And okay. everybody just told me that, hey, she your girlfriend. Okay. Because <laughs> like, oh, she's white. Oh, and you're six okay. years old going, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, right. what do we, hands? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Okay, <laughs> she's my girlfriend. Uh, and, and we're actually still friends to this day. Nice. They were um, right. Yeah, they were, but yeah we're, we're friends and she's a girl. Yeah. Did so you ever great. bang her? No, yeah. never did. We okay. did hold hands walking home from school one day. Oh, well, that's sweet. so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. as far as it Six went. Six years old. That's a that's a that's, that's a hard on for that's year old. A, that is yeah. the equivalent of an orgy for a yeah. six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well, that reminds. That kind of sounds like I went from like my grammar school was just like you know. Typical. I'm sorry. Is this your story? Or okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, 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 no. no, no. How it works on the Troubleman podcast. Yeah, you, I, you bring something up, and we and then you guys yeah. get to be the stars. I see. I see. How did Michael Severus take that? He was uh, fine. Yeah, was he? Yeah, yeah, was he yeah. fine? Yeah. He was Renee fine. Was, Renee was awful. That okay? Show. Uh, <laughs> okay, but let's talk about that word fine. I was on fire. Let's talk about that word fine. He was fine because fine can mean fine wine, fine art, fine darning. Cerverus. Cerverus. Uh, I'll call him whatever I damn okay. well please. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, all right. um, but fine can also mean. Last week. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fine. No, was well, fine. no, but you never want to say that to your wife. Oh, it looks fine. Yeah. Oh, you look that. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go but what you mean is, yeah, you look they'll fine. go back in the walk-in closet <laughs> and you know start <laughs> changing clothes again. Yeah. No, go ahead. You had a six-year-old girlfriend. I said, but no, I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware, which is but the, the and then as we moved around in the city, it was a uh, Irish Catholic community and right. it was big there. More Catholics. And, You're Catholic. I am not. Oh, okay. I am so severely not Catholic, it isn't even funny. In okay. fact, I come from a long line of you Irish Protestants. Like a, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I All thought right. you were yeah. Hindu. Uh, no, my, uh, my heritage is, is Irish and German. Um, in fact, my great-grandfather, uh, one of his uh, famous phrases, well, there's two kinds of people in this world he'll never understand, and that's bigots and Catholics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, because uh, a, a lot of Irish Catholics don't even consider... Irish Protestants, Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they're, they're English people that moved, they well, got he moved had, here a long time Ed, ago. Ed Cheney had a lot of really great jokes. And in fact, if you go to the uh, Hagley Museum in Wilmington, Delaware, which is basically the DuPont Museum, okay. um, uh, you can hear him recite his poetry. If you go up to the oh. dioramas and press a button, that's actually Ed Cheney, my great-grandfather. Oh, cool. It was D-Daddy reciting his poetry. But... Um, and then I come to New Orleans, which has also got a very strong Catholic community. Yes. No, really? Yes. Anybody with a <laughs> biblical name. Okay, you've been in a bar when you're sitting there with a Christopher or a Peter sure. or a David or a Michael. Or, or yes. Marie or Mary. You can say, hey, Michael, and eight guys in the bar turn their heads. Yeah. Right, right, so right, we right. all get yeah. nicknames. Okay. I so it. I'm a David. I got DC. I got it long before I even moved here, actually. You know, but then when I got here, it really stuck. When I moved here in 96, 97, whatever it was, it really stuck. It was and a good year, huh, Manny? 96, 97. We were rolling then. 
Well, I was still, oh, it was ba- strong. I was still back in LA in 96. Yeah, you yeah. didn't move here till like 99? I moved here Halloween night, 1999. Yeah. I was on a Greyhound bus from Memphis to Tennessee. Ah. And because I was traveling around the country, wasting my nest egg and trying to get clean. <laughs> But every on a, place on a Greyhound bus, yeah, on a Greyhound I'd expect bus. no less. Yeah, I expect and no less. Every bus stop we went to, I was like, you know, where's the crack? Yeah. Where can I get some crack? You know, that kind of stuff. No, but listen, you've been in a lot of bands. I have. Yeah, and I love your music. You've you've done me My some music. solids by playing for some benefit shows. Oh, of course, of course. If you okay. can't. Give yeah. your music to something yeah. you love. Then yeah, yeah. Give it up. And we've never won the election, but you well, still you still give your part. So I want to start a band. I've been thinking about starting okay. a band. You've You're, probably you got play, pages of lyrics laying around at home. I do have funny stuff laying at home, and I don't know what kind of band it could be because I always did like you know punk rock lounge act kind of band, and I think that would work. Because that's again. a popular. Well, man, he had a successful band that, that yeah. he's talking about. Yeah, I had a successful... Two Free Stooges yeah, was, was, was a, a punk successful rock punk rock land jack yeah. back sure. in L.A. Sure, a lot of no, big, absolutely was. Yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah, you I, can Google it. You can, I have your 8-track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wax so um, listen, let's not start a band together. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I remember it's you guys like at 3 a.m. on USA Network on yeah. Night Flight or something. Yeah, Night Flight, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kurt Loder. Man, Kurt Loder. Absolutely. He's a good friend of mine, Kurt Lisa Loder. Hamilton. Yeah. Lisa, yeah, Lisa is Hamilton. Lisa Marie. Uh, oh, I don't see, know. D- DC's not his uh, homework here. Yeah, I guess he has. Oh, I'm just, I'm a font of useless knowledge. Wow. <laughs> mean, yeah. Well, you're, you're perfect for the Trouble right. Podcast. There you yeah. go. <laughs> All right, here's something else I want to talk about before we get back to our guest. Okay, good. Can I go have a cigarette? No, we want you to sit in a smoking lounge somewhere in here. Is this like an airport? And laugh at Manny. Oh, exactly. Oh, well, I'm Take it away, man. All right, all right. Listen, I've noticed. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I get on the computer You're every short. once in a while, and I get on the websites and so. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this thing in the past few months where, like, people who are alive they say are dead? Have you seen those like sponsored stuff? These ads saying. Harrison Ford is gone. Is that clickbait? Is that what they call clickbait? I, I, I don't know. I never click on it because right. I don't. I don't believe it. Do you, right. do you, do you uh, still news. have like a BlackBerry or something <laughs> that is like from five years ago? Oh, really? Yes. Is it really? Okay. Well, that's Anthony Kiedis. He's no, we miss him. Yeah. No, actually, really. Anthony Kiedis is still alive. Right. So what is? Why the did point? I bring up the guy from the Red Hot Chili? Peppers? What is the point of that well, though? He's a friend DC? of uh, to get Ooh. clicks. What? Is to get we are, we are so it's like Bob Costas is dead. But I saw today that he, he's alive. We're, right. we're in a clickbait culture okay. because every time you click on something or hit like, somebody gets a penny, a dime, a nickel, a quarter, somewhere. And when you aggregate that by millions, that adds up to so real money. So how do I get money from it? Uh, die. <laughs> <laughs> so I should just promote Manny Chevrolet is gone. Well, you and have to be... Somebody first, and you are somebody. I am somebody. I, I mean, I yeah, admire you. I am somebody. I, I, yeah. I am a man. You've, you've yeah. carved out a career. <laughs> yes. You wrote a joke or two. Yes, I've for written, somebody. Written, yeah. See, it doesn't. Jokes are not the point, man. Jokes are easy. Anybody can write jokes. Yeah. It's how do you, how are you take funny? Grand with, with to It's that. how are you funny without jokes? How are you just a funny person? No, that's, no, 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 that's no. That's what you can't I, bottle. I, I will absolutely disagree with that. Okay. I will one hundred percent, one hundred eighty no, degrees like conflict. Go the other way on that. <laughs> okay, really? because anybody can be funny with their friends. Okay. I know how to make my friends laugh because I have a shared experience with them. And this is the thing. And because I, I'm, uh, I, I know uh, a, I'm familiar and not intimate, but you know I know a certain part funny, of the... Oh, I know. It's not okay. funny. Okay. But the comedy community is very interesting in New Orleans. And there is a great comedy community in New Orleans. Okay. There's, there's some great open mic nights. There's some great comedy shows. Do you, you should all check those? this out. Yes, I do. Yes, That's I do. That's cool. Because I see them listed. I, I've not gone to any of them. I've gone to a few. And just I've like never been invited shows. to them. Well, just like going to a rock <laughs> show, it's... Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they need, you need an invitation. You kind of have to just <laughs> insert yourself into oh, them. Oh, really? Okay. But the difference that between... leaving your house, though. I could yeah. make you laugh 
because I've known you for a while. I could reference something that you and I went through and be like, hey, man, remember that night at the Mermaid? Sure. And we would just laugh. I do, actually. Yeah, right? Or not. <laughs> right? Okay, see? And I don't even have to tell the story or the joke, right, right, but right. we laugh and we go like, ha-ha. Right. Better the off not difference between the that is actually you need a joke where you can make a stranger laugh. Yeah, well, I'm scared of strangers. Well, yeah, uh, you should be. Strangers <laughs> are fucking frightening. Yeah, man. He's speaking yeah. of strangers, I saw this 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 uh, news item today. It's absolutely terrifying. You know, I, I look through the newspaper, look for interesting, funny stories. Some days, it's there's nothing funny. It's just all bad news. But this one involves. It's a cautionary tale. So it involves a child who was is a teenager who was lured through a gaming platform oh god to to he was he was video groomed, groomed, yeah these video gaming platforms where people play and they can like text each other mm-hmm. messages while they're they doing talk that. yeah right right so these adults i guess groomed this young man over months to tell him how oh you know we have this great life you could come live with us and in florida and we'll it's always Florida. Isn't it? I know. <laughs> Parents monitor your children. Yeah, if anything, yeah. if any Florida numbers come up, just you know, that should be a red flag. Yeah. So, so this kid actually leaves his his home, goes with these strangers who bring him to a filthy trailer in a trailer park in St. Petersburg, oh, where God. there is another teenage boy who's been held for ten months by these animals. Oh, no. Now. Someone actually is on the case of this most recent uh, kid that, that left his home, and they, na- they figure it out. They, they, they go back through the, uh, the gaming platform logs. They get some teenagers to go back, and they say, oh, he was talking to this guy, and it turns yeah, out it was everything like- gets saved. So they actually found, they, they, the, they located the kid, and they went in and found him being held by these four guys like with Silence of the Lambs style yes, like, yes. absolutely so hello Clary yes. so, <laughs> so, so uh, please uh, parents keep an eye on what your children I are doing t- you know? okay going back to the comic book store thing and that really relates in you know because I, I get a lot of parents that come in or adults that are looking to buy a gift for a young child or that they don't know and I say yeah, look, I hear you, you know, it's look it's part of the grooming process and they say like okay I've got a, a, pick, a pick an age uh, a 10 year old and they say, you know, it's for a 10-year-old. And I'm like, well, I know some 10-year-olds that are really sophisticated, and I know some 10-year-olds that aren't so much. Right. Yeah. You know this child. Whatever you buy them, I'm going to ask you to look through it. And, like, you don't have to, you know, examine it and go. But take a look at it. And if it's something that you think that this kid is going to be interested in, then okay. I'll give you guidance. But I tell every adult that comes in the store, you know this child better than I do. Yeah, exactly. I, I've never met this kid. Yeah. And I know some, you know, teenagers okay. that are like really able to deal with complex storylines and like right. and, and, and and really just dig in and some that just want to see, you know, cool flashy fight scenes and naked ladies. Whatever. Well, you know, we Big all booby. And let's ladies, talk about naked yeah. ladies. When we were kids, remember those Frazetta art books? Mm, do I we couldn't buy Playboys. But we could go into the bookstore and buy uh, uh, Boris or Frazetta art books because it had really, really realistic-looking naked women. <laughs> okay. Well, our mailman, Ray... Oh, God. Are we going there? My, when I was 10 years old, my mailman, Ray, would smoke pot with my older brothers. <laughs> I don't think that's... Just, wait, yeah. no, I want... be a want, violation of the civil I, service I code. Think, oh, okay. Oh, Ray okay. the mailman. We had Ray the mailman. <laughs> okay. No. If we start a band... It's going to be called My Mailman Ray. Or Ray the Mailman. Or Ray the Mailman. Yeah, Ray yeah the it, that's, okay. that's, so that's gold, Manny. You guys are arguing Manny. already, man. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a band meant to have. Yeah, yeah. No, we've got to fire that yeah. keyboard player. <laughs> no, Ray the Mailman. Ray the Mailman. Usually the drummer. <laughs> Why the are you playing mailman. that club? During, Don't go there. During the summer where we didn't go to summer school, we didn't go to summer camp, so it was all of the kids at home. Wait, my what mom, year was this? How old were you when you were smoking 70, pot with your mailman? 74. I was like 11 years 11, old. Yeah, yeah. 11 years but old. You weren't yeah. smoking pot with him as your older brother, right? No, I was smoking pot. You too. too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it was LA, though. So, you know, yeah, and things are a lot freer out Ray, there. Ray, the mailman would come by and he would smoke pot with me and my older brother. 
and some other people in the neighborhood. He'd deliver our mail, and he'd say, we got these Playboys. I don't know what they... He'd just give me these Playboy <laughs> magazines. God, we had to go digging through dumpsters to find oh, girly magazines. Yeah. Ray the Mailman. I mean, we had our neighborhood purr. Ray the Mailman, yeah. I think Do it, you remember that in the 70s, like, when you were a kid, and, like, there was, like, the neighborhood, like, yeah, he's a little off... Did you have that the guy? Kid? Yeah, that was my. No, 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 house. no, no, no. The adult, <laughs> no, the adult that oh. he was single. Ooh. I feel like everybody that no, I ever no, talked to. No, no, we did, we did. We in my street, I lived on Greenfield. What Avenue. was his name? His name was uh, Mylan. Mine, na- mine's name was Randy. Okay. I'm not kidding. No. Okay, no. shout out to Randy. No, no, no. It wasn't. And no, he no, used no, to wasn't. always offer us pop tarts. <laughs> okay. um, I. This is. This is as God is my witness. Again, more grooming. They're better and, not toasted. And the parents, yeah, no, they're right, because he never gave them to us toasted. Right. And the parents knew that he was a little off, and there was a little something weird about him. Okay, they still but just go over there. don't go all the way in his apartment. No, just don't go the all guy the way. on our street was. Just, he you just can hang on the hallway. Out, you know, don't. don't yeah, don't no, no, don't. Just the tip. The guy. <laughs> no, this is a funny thing. Now that you bring this up, the guy in our block was named memories. George. And he was this really overweight guy, and it was like, stay away from George. Stay away. And he had a, he had away, a motorcycle. George. He had a motorcycle, and he used to run up and down the street he on his a, motorcycle. He had a, he had a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, he had a motorcycle. Yeah, you know. And he would run up and down the street on his motorcycle. It was like, stay, uh, the parents were like, stay away from George. Well, clearly. Then I, fu- then I found out later, after I, you know, I graduated high school and I got kicked out of my house and stuff like that, I had to go move out on my own because my dad's rent was too expensive. <laughs> Um, um, that I found out that he moved away and I found out later years later I found out his name was George Michael oh wow what, <laughs> what? his last name was story. Michael that's funny you know one of my best friends growing up the first concert that I saw my best friends going up uh, his name was Bobby Brown Okay. And he was a really, really good-looking young African-American man my age. I was young yeah. at the time. And the first concert that I ever like, saw that my mom took me to was when I was about five. And it was Three Dog Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at Three the Dog Spectrum Night. in Philadelphia. Cool show. So this would have been 1972 Okay, yeah, at the yeah, height yeah, of their yeah. power. And my, friend, my best friend in the world, Bobby Brown. And so fast forward 15 or so years later, yeah. after we had lost touch... You know, Bobby Brown comes along, and my man looks just like. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! Wait a minute, this could be an adult. Because I had pictures of us when we were kids. I'm like, you know, and I'm literally I'm doing the white like guilt thing, going like, am I just doing the like all they all look the same thing, and what am oh, I doing? No, like no. here, but it was so simple because I didn't know everybody was beating me up, so I literally did the thing where I'm like. You had brain was, damage. Where yeah, was you. Bobby Brown born? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Did Bobby Brown ever attend okay. Stanton Elementary School? <laughs> Wilmington, Delaware. No, Turns he didn't. No. No. Not, not the same Bobby Brown. But I kind of like held that in my head. Well, that's yeah. cool. That's True. your first concert. Yeah. And yeah. I used to think my dad wrote uh, and sang Daniel's song by Elton John. That was the thing that I had. Oh, that's very sweet, too. Yeah, that's a good story. Do you have a Daniel in your in your family? No, no, no. That's my son's name. Oh, maybe yeah. he wrote it about your son. Oh, Thanks, Dad. Sure, he did not. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> no, my dad hanged himself in 1999. So. Oh, jeez, wow. Really? He was he was he was a troubled man. <laughs> he was a troubled man. Clearly, shit, man. And a and a and a go getter too. Yeah, yeah. Really, he went he went yeah, after it. Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah. it was, he I, went after I, it. I, I, I like tried hanging myself on yeah. masturbating. I didn't dig it. Yeah, I didn't dig that whole thing. Yeah. So, what is yeah. the joke about how it's so it's like twenty percent better than a regular orgasm? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's what? 20, My orgasms what's, are fine. fine. Yeah. Fine. What's twenty yeah. percent? The way they are. Yeah. You, you, Incremental. If I want to add twenty percent to my orgasm, I'll just bring in another person. Okay. There you go. But, but, that there might you double. Go. That yeah, might, that that might be good. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. right? That might be a right? 100% yeah. improvement, you know? There you go. Uh, Depends on who it is. Okay, so yeah. let's move on. My dad okay. hanged himself. And, uh, <laughs> so, DC, have you ever, like, been driving in traffic here yes. in New Orleans? There's not much traffic in this town, you know? But you've been driving, you get behind a truck or a, a, a company van, and it says, how am I driving? Call this number. Oh, have every you ever, day. Have you ever <laughs> every called, day? Have you ever called those numbers? Though? I have. Have you? Uh, yes. Sure. Fucking. Okay. Have. Yes. Okay. Renee, tell me. Tell me what happened. Well, because I used to be like, 
way over amped. If you think I'm bad now, I used to be worse. I, I remember. This is you remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. This is the calm me. But uh, you know, if I went into a store and I didn't like the way someone treated me, I would really take exception to it. And sometimes I would like call back and speak to the manager and <laughs> like a real asshole. <laughs> I I demand yeah. my driving experiences was lessened by one of your employees. I thought the guy was going to kill me. <laughs> no, I've definitely complained. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm Wait a minute. I can ruin this guy's blue collar career with one eight hundred well, number. Well, he could ruin he could ruin my family's life by killing somebody. You know, killing uh, me. You know, I, I was actually hit by someone a couple of years in a company car, and I did not sue. I threatened to sue because I was rear-ended by a company vehicle and they got away because oh. I was unconscious. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I've it, driven many company vehicles and hit people. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Well, so that's we're, why we're, I was fired for this. I've stolen company vehicles <laughs> yeah, yeah. and driven them to New yeah, Mexico. Exactly. Treated it for yeah. mushrooms. I I had a company van. I drove it all the way to Florida and dropped it off and walked home. No, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Renee. Uh, uh, I have a, a, another public service announcement. I, I, uh, a PSA? I, a PSA, they call it. I've heard reports that uh, friends of mine that live in the Bywater have been seeing needles in the street. You know, like... Uh, They're not mine. Like heroin needles in the street. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would say, you know, look, uh, you know, use a trash can. You know, all, all you little street junkies are giving respectable dope fiends a bad name. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's, it's very true. You need to clean up yeah, your act, man, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, that's when uh, I was still uh, doing uh, porno. You need you need to <laughs> Yeah, well, it helps. Cuz I was making tons of money with porno. Oh god, I've yeah, I I've, I I just uh, power. <laughs> I, I just put that uh, I just put your uh, your your VHS uh, what was it? Volume 4 on on the eBay like it's a classic auction. It's a classic. Yes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> it's called Manny Chevrolet. Why I matter? <laughs> Manny Chevrolet. Why I matter? Volume four. Yeah, Why Manny Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Ah. Okay, so listen, it's getting late here. Is yeah, it? yeah, it's, yeah. We're we're we're, we're, we're doing okay. What are we up to? Have we even gotten to Clockwork Elvis? Have no, we even gotten to like? Oh yeah, let's talk let, about. Yeah, let's get. Elvis. Actually, can I can I first touch on Doctor Agogo because you mentioned that? So I love that band jay thomas and i went to ben franklin together are you kidding me really I'm not i did so not know that i his younger sister and i graduated from school together i took her to my freshman homecoming dance get out yes it's a small town. i had no idea yes, that's fantastic a small town. it's a small town i bought a bass from from jay at one point jay's a really special special Where guy is jay man. now he's jay living in memphis, memphis. as yeah. far as i know i mean stephanie yeah. Yes. 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 As far as it, it, they're still in Memphis, and Stephanie is one of my—I mean, I consider her family. Love Stephanie, and so I. So Doctor Gogo, and if people haven't seen him, it was so Jay played organ. You were the bass player. Um, mm -hmm. Had a I drummer. was not the original bass player, though. No, no, but but the, when I when I saw the band, most of the times I, saw I was. The band, you were. That's right. Maybe I was, was the most important bass player. Okay, there you go. Um, Rick Connick. Yeah, I said that right at Rock you. Didn't Rick. I? Rock uh -huh. and Rick. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Rock and Rick. We shout out to Rock and Rick. We love you. Um, yes, we do. Uh, so you were the bass player, drums. Uh, Joey Torres. Joey Torres. Yes. And then you had uh, was there a guitar player? I can't recall. Uh, the first guitar player. Oh, in the it band was uh, Dan. Was Dave? Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, well, well, Ron Hotstream was the guitar player that I brought into the band. Okay, right, right. Um, yes, you played yeah. played with him no, just 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 recently. Um, and the, but then you had yeah, two, he's been crazy busy. Yeah, he, he plays great. So you had uh, two go-go dancers. We did, and what I loved about your go-go dancers is they weren't slutty; they were sweet. <laughs> well, I no, mean, they'll kick your ass. Yeah, no, they were. <laughs> they, they weren't were, slutty. They were, they were wholesome, really, you know, serious go-go dancers. And like one of them has a PhD, and the other one probably no. Sa Sarah, Sarah was actually the doctor Sarah, in Doctor yeah, Gogo. That's the like, one I have the bet with. Sarah, yeah, right, right, right. Sarah, with. no, Sarah's actually a doctor, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like crazy that's smart. That's why yes. every time I used to, every time we'd be at the Circle Bar, and I'd just be drinking with Sarah, and these guys would like. Come up to Sarah and, and this idiot New Orleans Yahoos would right. come up to Sarah and, and try to pick up on her. And I'd sit, sit there and go, "Man, back off! She's a yeah. scientist, man. <laughs> yeah, you, a want, you, you see this? You yeah. see this crack in yeah. this tooth? Uh -huh. yeah. 
when she when Sarah you, you always danced behind me. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie danced behind Jay and Sarah yeah. danced behind me. Yeah. When she thought that I was being too chatty with the audience in between songs, she'd kick me in the back. Yeah. And my tooth <laughs> would hit the microphone. microphone. <laughs> That's why I still have this chip in my tooth well, is because of Sarah. Her by. And yeah. Stephanie's Stephanie uh, grew up in Australia. Her mom was a, a an Australian television star huh. doing go go dancing stuff in the sixties for yeah. like TV yeah. dance right. shows right. when that was a thing. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. And so all of those moves that she did were genuine Legit. and authentic. It wasn't like Same oh generation. we're like looking. Yeah, she was like. Bringing it back from her nice. mother's thing, and you could tell. I mean, it looked legit. And it, well, because they rehearsed with us. Yeah, they didn't just like show up and just kind of start dancing. Right. No, they actually it's would part rehearse. Of the act. And the final word on whether or not, like, if one of us wrote a song and we brought it to the band uh-huh. and they didn't like it or they couldn't dance with it, they went, "No, we're not doing that song." <laughs> the, the go-go dancers have have. They had our final song. word, like, <laughs> and funny. because that told us that if you can't dance to it, the audience can't. There you go. I like it. I like it. Right? And yes. so that was the first line of like, okay, let's... It's the filter. It's quality yeah. control. And, but, and they were f- but, absolutely perfect. But what I and got it from... I, what, the thing I remember that band is that Jay was always kind of just a little... Off? Yeah, just a little Jay's off. a madman. Yeah. I mean, because like I... It's part you of know, the charm. Part of the charm. Well, when I lived above well, the Well, you remember the Ramparts? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was in a band called... He was in the... Um, uh, he, what's the band that the, the Royal Pendletons? Yeah, sure. yeah. He he toured with the Damned. Uh, he was he had the 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 Ramparts and then the Sleepyheads and then Doctor Gogo and Jay's Jay's a mad scientist. But he was also a fucking because I remember living above the Circle Bar all those years when Kelly was alive. Yes. Um, oh, here Kelly, Kelly Keller. Keller. Yeah, Kelly right. Keller. Right. Kelly Keller. Every, yeah, here's yeah, the yeah, Kelly, Kelly Keller. Talk about here's Kelly the, Keller, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeping her alive. Yeah. Here. Yeah, um, but Jay was a he was a hip, he loved the fucking um, video poker man. He oh. was insane on that. He's a Louisiana boy. He's insane on that Carlo. video poker because I'd be working the door and he'd be right across like four feet away from me on the video poker. I'm gonna win. And he's spending all his money, all his fucking money. You know, so Jay's like, a Jay's a very talented organ player. He's an underappreciated bass player. He played bass in Clockwork Elvis for a while. Okay. Right. Um, and he's... But aren't we all really underappreciated bass players? <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm I don't know. Joking. I'm just joking. Not all. Go on. Go on. Most. Go on. Go on. With Most. Story. I mean, because, you know, George Porter still gets free coffee and, you know. Yeah. yeah but it's, but it's yes. Fine. Yes. I, but I know where I, you're going. I, I'm Power of four. I'm, I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> But but he's not known for playing bass, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, he's not. And he's actually he's actually a pretty consummate. Like he's more of a musician than a madman. Okay. But he is a madman. Right. Yeah. Um. And I I, I, I miss him. I miss him. His his moving to he Memphis. Died? No. His no. moving to <laughs> Memphis. Well, he's dead to us. <laughs> yeah, he's dead to me. Yeah. Once you leave New Orleans, that's the thing about people that leave New Orleans. Yeah. Do you notice that people in New Orleans they take it personally? Like, yes. Well, fuck you. You know. Yeah. Like, it's fuck you. Like like you, you don't uh, want to be with us. Fuck you. Leave. Oh, I mean, really? You want to go to Branson? You, you get to leave, but but you don't get to call up and ask us how it is. Yeah. Well, then you're going to really be, yeah. be saying fuck you to me very soon then. Well. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, we, we, it's, it's in our hearts, but not in our minds. Or it's in our minds, leaving, but not in I'm our hearts. I'm leaving this town soon. Yeah. No, no, we can't. No, no, no. We need you. New oh, Orleans needs you, know. you. Oh, really? Look, but everybody gets to do what they want, you know? As we were talking about with the, the, yeah. the dancing age, you know, or uh, the, the wasp nest in your, in your privates, you know? You, you get to put you whatever you want you in. You want to strip on Bourbon Street when you're 18 years old and put a wasp nest in your oh, pussy God. and move away from New Orleans? You're welcome to do it, but I dare you to do any, either of those things in any other town but here. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I like it. I like it. That's, uh, I yeah. think that might be kind of. Uh, yeah. That's oh, a, was that? Is that? Is that? that a, was that the wrap up? Yeah. Was that the? Hey. Well, on that note, yeah. I can't think of a better yeah. way to finish this podcast, <laughs> ladies right. and gentlemen. I could, but I don't have any gas right now. <laughs> so uh, you, yeah, uh, the 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 podverse just got the uh, teaser that Manny's planning on moving to um, South Africa. Uh, no, I'm not um, moving. I can't somewhere move. with without a uh, without an extradition treaty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, 
you know, Venezuela, you know. Right, Ecuador. right, right. Some socialist nightmare listen. Everyone's invited. When I get elected mayor, everyone's invited to have fast food at my inaugural. I have voted for you every year you vote. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But listen, Renee, we yes. got to cut this short because... You're the falling out of your chair. Yeah. And I'm driving. I'm driving. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Uber. You, you, thought, you thought Manny was a gambler. You're riding home with him. Yeah, so who's yeah, the gambler yeah, now? Exactly. Anyway, uh, it's been so great, DC. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having me so much. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been listening the whole time. Right I've on. even gone back and listened to a couple of them in preparation for this nice. to try to think so about what tell to talk about. Friends. You have I, a lot of friends. People like you. Uh, I don't have any friends. Uh, you'll, <laughs> okay, you'll be our friend. Here's right? the great thing. I am, I've always been your friend, but here's the thing. You'll probably find out how well or not well I'm liked after this. So yeah, you no, can give me the numbers when you look at your iTunes. Yeah, yeah all, all will be revealed. Percentage. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the least listened to podcast recorded for the troubled men. Yes. <laughs> Good night, and remember, troubled nation. We'd like to say, uh, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good night. <laughs>